It's the Sound Kitchen. Mmm, yummy. It's the Sound Kitchen. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, you're listening to the Sound Kitchen. Mm, yummy. And Susanna Wexby is cooking. Bienvenue and welcome to the Sound Kitchen, where you never know what you'll be served. I'm Susan Owensby. It's Saturday, the 7th of January, the, not surprisingly, 7th day of the new year, using the Gregorian calendar. 365 minus 7, everyone? Quick, quick, quick! Yep, you got it, you math whizzes, you. There are 358 days before us in 2023. But! If you are following the Julian calendar, today is Christmas. That goes for the Eastern Orthodox Church, some of the Oriental Orthodox churches, and also for the Rastafari, who follow the Ethiopian Orthodox calendar. So, happy Christmas to you, especially to Raz Franz Mangongogo, the president of the RFI Kemojemba Club in Tarame Mara, Tanzania, who's a Rastafarian. Merry Christmas, Raz, and to all of you following the Julian calendar. On the Gregorian side, we received many, many nice notes wishing us happy holidays. Thank you all so much. A couple of you even recorded messages for everyone. Here's Shivindu Paul from Murshidabad, India. Happy New Year 2023. We hope the new year brings to all staff and listeners of Radio France International happiness, peace and prosperity. In the year 2022, we got lots of information, news and enriched from your programs and also enjoyed very much. We hope in the new year we will get much more and communication will be closer in both sides. Although many radio stations reduces their services and also close communication with their listeners. Many radio stations changes their policies, but radio is alive. Listeners not stop their listening. To increase radio listeners in West Bengal, India established radio listeners clubs and they arranges such radio listeners meet and publish radio magazine also. To increase and support radio listeners, the Sound Kitchen team, RFI English Club and RFI Listeners Department playing active role to continue communicate with their listeners and sends membership cards, souvenirs for club activities and listeners meet. Nowadays, where is a part of our life and also the COVID pandemic, we are not peace. In 2023, UNESCO 12th World Radio Day theme also Radio and Peace. With best wishes, Sivan Dupal, RFI, Mitali Listeners Club, and Murshidabad, Betar Sotapuribar, West Bengal, India. Thank you, Shivindu. Ratan Kumar Paul from West Bengal, India, got out his microphone too. New Year, new days, new hope, and new thought. It brings new opportunities, but I am forever grateful that all those chances will including 
having cheers to happiness and prosperity in 2023 wishing all peoples of the world safe healthy and worthy world ratan kumar pal daulatpur dakshin dinaspur west bengal india thank you ratan speaking of recording where are your world radio day recordings mm? Bombard us with your recorded World Radio Day greetings. We'll put them all together. Well, Erwan will put them all together, bless him, for a special Sound Kitchen World Radio Day celebration show. When you've come up with what you'd like to say, get under a blanket and record your message on your phone. Then send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's the sound kitchen at rfi.fr. Don't wait until the last minute. Speaking of waiting until the last minute, for those of you who have written to me recently about your World Radio Day events, please refer to the Sound Kitchen and the club Facebook pages for information. The early bird gets the worm, as they say. And after a long month of Michael Fitzpatrick deprivation, he's back. The sweet fits is right here next to me. It's funny how you mention worms and then immediately segue into <laughs> Michael Fitzpatrick. However, despite that, I'm very glad to be back. It's lonely out there. It's lonely in here without you. I've gotten really, really accustomed to it. Michael's here to help with your delicious sound kitchen ingredients. Your answers to the bonus question on the listener's corner. There's listener news and music from Erwan too, but first... The Quiz. of November, I asked you a question about the mascot for the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. The committee had just announced their decision, which is a hat. A stuffed animal hat. A toy hat. Okay, not just any hat. A very important hat to the French. A hat which to them embodies French democratic values. It's called a Phrygian cap and was the cap the women wore when they marched to Versailles calling for a reduction in the price of bread. Pretty much the beginning of the French Revolution, as you know. You were to reread our article, Made in China, Phrygia's Toys are Surprise Mascots for Paris Olympics 2024 and send in the answer to this question. How many of the Phrygia's toys do the Paris 2024 organizers hope to sell by the start of the games? Michael, what's the answer? Exactly two million. <laughs> do you think they'll make their quota? I mean, I can't imagine buying one. Maybe an actual hat, but a stuffed animal hat? Maybe people will buy them just because they're so weird. Or perhaps because they want cheaper bread. <laughs> Well, in addition to the quiz question, there was, of course, the bonus question, which was, when in your life were you a leader? And you'll hear the answers later in the Listener's Corner, so do stay with us. The winners of this week's quiz are... 
RFI Listeners Club member Kashif Khalil from Faisalabad, Pakistan, who's also the winner of this week's bonus question. This is what Khalil wrote. When I was a young boy, I was asked to be the leader of my street in our neighborhood. My tasks were to encourage my neighbors to ensure there was no rubbish around their houses and to grow plants around their homes to ease pollution. Then I was asked to collect funds from each home to pay for neighborhood security. I really enjoyed that job, and I was an effective leader in keeping our street clean and safe. What a great job for a youngster. I bet you always keep your environment clean now, too. Safe as well, I hope. Congratulations, Khalil. Today's winners also include Ferhat Bezazel, the president of the RFI Butterflies Club Ain Kachera in West Kikta, Algeria, Uzma Khan, who's a member of the Naz RFI and Internet Fan Club in Faisalabad, Pakistan, and RFI Listeners Club member Christopher Ahrens from Oregon in the U.S., Last but not least, there's RFI English listener Mrs. Bobby Kanam, who's a member of the Friends Radio Club in Nalgaon, Bangladesh. Congratulations to this week's winners, and thanks to each and every one of you who wrote in. A football legend has left us, Brazilian Edson Arancho do Nascimento, better known as Pele, and the King. RFI English journalist Paul Myers wrote an article for us about Pele's public memorial earlier this week. Brazilian President Lula joins the mourners at Wake for football icon Pele. All in all, over 230,000 people from across Brazil came to say goodbye to their football idol. I want you to reread Paul's article and answer me this. Between Santos, Brazil, and the New York Cosmos, how many goals did Pele score during his career? Again, reread Paul's article, Brazilian President Lula joins the mourners at wake for football icon Pele, and tell me how many goals Pele scored throughout his career playing for Brazil, Santos, and the New York Cosmos. You'll find a link to Paul's article on the Sound Kitchen page on our website, rfienglish.com, as well as on the Sound Kitchen and Club's Facebook pages. Michael, what's this week's bonus question? What's the nicest compliment you've ever been paid? What words made you all warm and fuzzy? It can be about anything. Brain, heart, looks, accomplishments. Just tell us, what is the nicest compliment you've ever been given? Remember, as well, we're happy to see your ideas for future bonus questions, so send them right on in. Ooh, listen to this. A taxi driver in Spain said to me, this was quite some time ago, God bless the tree from which the wood was cut that made your cradle. Can you imagine hearing that? I almost fainted. (laughs) My late, much-loved father once said of a piece I wrote for a London newspaper, Mike, I loved your article. I nearly finished it. (laughs) Praise indeed, huh? 
You have until the 30th of January to get your answers in. Be sure to tune in on the 4th of February to see if your answer wins a prize. As always, be sure you include your postal address with your postal code. And don't forget to let me know if you are a miss, a miss, a missus, or a mister. I don't want to get it wrong. Send your quiz answers to english.service at rfi.fr. That's english.service at rfi.fr. You can also text your answer to the Sound Kitchen mobile phone. Dial plus 336-3112-9682. That's plus 336-3112-9682. Always include your postal mailing address, and if you have one, your RFI Club membership number. I am Erwan Rom, and I'm happy to be with you every week. Time for the Listener's Corner. Take it away, Michael. Well, today you'll hear the answers to the bonus question, when in your life did you show the caliber of a leader? Well, for our old friend, Father Stephen Wara, it was when he organized parties. This is what he wrote. I was a leader as a youth when I got the other young people in my village to help organize small dance groups. The proceeds of the entrance fees went to building a small local outstation church. Thank God it all went fairly well. Mohammed Nasir wrote, I showed leadership capacity years ago when I was a child. I led a team of children that saved the life of a cock that had fallen inside a well. And Radhakrishna Pillai wrote, When I was a student, I organised many programmes, but the one that which made me believe in my leadership ability was when I organised a rally, Save India, Change India, for the general public. Radhakrishna, what was the rally about? What were the changes you proposed? Write in and tell us. Jayanta Chakrabarti honed his leadership capabilities in school too. He wrote... The missionary institution I attended always encouraged students to excel in public speaking, recitation, debates and sports, which was a wonderful opportunity to develop my talents to be an effective leader. Being the class prefect helped me to motivate my peers both in study and extracurricular activities and prepared me to lead. This was the grounding which helped me to become an effective and popular frontrunner. And how are teachers effective leaders? For Mahesh Jain, by using motivation, not authority. Mahesh writes, I lead my students on a routine basis, but rather than giving one-way instructions, I motivate them through challenging activities, rigorous training, and brainstorming sessions. It's not easy to lead pupils with different personalities and different backgrounds, but it is manageable. I think it is for you, dear Mahesh, a bit more than just manageable. I've seen photos of your students with you, and it's clear they adore you. A final reminder uh, of this week's bonus question. It is, what is the nicest compliment you have ever been given? And of course, if you have a bonus question idea, send it to us at the Sound Kitchen, all in one word, no spaces, at rfi.fr. That's it for today's Listener's Corner. Thanks, everyone, for participating. And a special thanks to Sweet Fits for hanging out in the kitchen with us. Thank you very much. Uh, great to be back and uh, looking forward to lots more cooking in the kitchen. 
There's more listener news. The EPOP video competition is coming up. It starts soon. We'll have precise information for you in the coming days, but don't get left behind. Start now. The EPOP video competition is sponsored by the RFI department, Planet Radio, the department whose mission is to give a voice to the voiceless. EPOP focuses on the environment and how climate change has affected ordinary people. You're to create a three-minute video about climate change, the environment, pollution, told by the people it affects. So put on your thinking caps and prepare your subject so you're ready to go when the competition opens, which is very soon. And by the way, the prizes are incredibly generous. Susan Owensby, The Sound Kitchen. Radio France International. Okay, my friends, it's time to clear the table and wash the dishes. Thanks for joining me in the Sound Kitchen, and keep those cards, letters, emails, and text messages coming. Many, many thanks to our sound engineer, Erwan Rome, for his input and his expertise in putting the show together. And thanks to you for listening. Be sure and tune in next week for the answer to the question about France's nuclear reactors. The Sound Kitchen podcast is ready for you every Saturday on the RFI English website, rfienglish.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Susan Owensby. Be well, do good work, be kind, and stay in touch and stay safe, my friends. I'll play you out with music from Erwan, our sound engineer, who's a musician first and foremost. He plays the conga drums. And this week, he's chosen a piece written for the soundtrack of the 2017 American film Detroit, which chronicles the 1967 12th Street riot in the U.S., a riot provoked by America's chronic problem, violence against black people, especially police violence against black people. This song is about the despair of black Americans just trying to live and love. It was written by Questlove and The Roots, a highly acclaimed band, and they're joined here by the singer Bilal. Black Thought is the rapper who, along with the drummer Questlove, is a founding member of The Roots. In this song, you'll hear the pain of people who are forbidden from living a so-called normal life just because of the color of their skin. Thanks, Erwan, for reminding us. Talk to you all next week.
Thank you.